Hello, welcome back to Extra Spicy Podcast. Well, today I'm going to be talking about my country and about me as well, referring to my country. Algeria, we call it the door of Africa because it is situated in the middle heart of Africa. Also, it is the largest country in Africa after Sudan was split in two parts. Predominantly, we are a Muslim country. Let's say 90% of the population are Muslims. However, we have other different beliefs, such as Christians and Jewish and many other religions in my country. We are people that understand and respect other religions, but we are announced as a Muslim country of North Africa. From the Mediterranean coast, along which most of its people live, Algeria extends southward deep in the heart of the Sahara, a forbidding desert where the Earth's hottest surface temperatures have been recorded and which constitutes more than four or fifth of the country's area. I mean, the Sahara and its extreme climate dominate the country. The contemporary Algerian novelist Asya Jabbar has highlighted the environs caught in her country a dream of sand. A lot of people I know and some people that know my country, they use this term, a dream of sand, because my country has one of the largest Saharas ever and it's so beautiful. And also Asya Jabbar, she is a great writer by the way. We have one of the most extraordinary Saharas in Africa. It is a shame that my country does not take advantage of it because it's more they take it from another perspective which is more of a petrol source. source. However, they never get to expand it as a whole like for example tourism purposes it would be like the first destination in Africa if they take advantage of the Sahara because, I mean, people, I know a lot of other people from other nationalities, like Italians, uh, French, most of Europeans, when they travel, they, they like to do, they like to do so more activities in, in their life, in their daily life. So like if, my country take, takes advantage of the Sahara. A lot of a lot of tourists would come because they like to see new things, to discover lands and many things. But anyways, my country, they kind of mind their business. I mean, this is a different opinion I got from friends here in Buckingham. Like they told me the other day, we don't hear that much about your country. And I was like, why are you saying that you, you don't hear about my country while my country is facing a lot of political issues at the moment? 
Well, the thing is that my country is facing so many people. There, there is, I think, 30% of people that are jobless in my country. And the corruption is everywhere. Like, for example, if, like me, I don't have any high studies and that my, my father is wealthy, so he could just use his connections for me to get a nice job and a nice salary and all these things. The thing, the problem in my country is that there are so many people that is ruling the country, but they don't rule it because they want them, they want the country to be better. Not at all. They just rule it to steal, and they use their connections to bring more people to rule the country, and they are just ruining it. That's why. The majority of our youth are jobless and they are in huge depression because they don't work, they can get a job. So many things happen. That's why a lot of people go out every Friday to protest. This is like something that they have been doing for a year and a half now. Every Friday people go out in the street peacefully. When I say peacefully, I know what I mean because I've been there four or five times when I've been in my country. So we were compared to France with the yellow jacket thing. I mean, it's not a thing, it's a protest. When they were breaking and hitting, the violence was everywhere, fire everywhere. Like we were compared to France and we were a symbol of peace. In this earth and I was so happy to be part of this revolution because my youth what I'm trying to say by my youth is that the youth of my country which I'm part of it we are finally awake and we are aware that change needs to happen in the country Many people, I know a lot of people that, that are suffering. They can't get a job. They can't move forward in their lives just because some people that are ru ruining the country don't let them to, to be a better person. They just want you to stay down. They always be higher. They always take advantage of everything. And this is literally the story of my country. But yeah, one one of my friends, he told me like, your country always mind their business. They are not very well known in tourism and it's a shame. I know that. Like history, language, customs and an Islamic heritage make Algeria an integral part of the Maghreb and the larger Arab world. But the country has a sizable Amazigh which is Berber population, with links to that cultural tradition. Once the breadbasket of the Roman Empire, the territory now compromising Algeria was ruled by various Arab Amazigh dynasties from the 8th, the 8th through the 16th century, when it became part of the Ottoman Empire. The decline of Ottomans was followed by a brief of independence 
that ended when France launched a war of conquer in 1830s. My country was under the French regime until 1962. Yeah, from 1830 to 1962. This is over a decade. Over a hundred years. This is why my country speaks French as well. And it is the second language of the country. Many of my parents, I mean our parents and grandparents, has grown and studied in French schools. This is why we have a great relationship, as well with the French people, because we are kind of related, and we understand each other, and we communicate well as well. As a new generation, we have left the conflict behind us, and we will not keep hate toward each other after what people in the past did. Like, we keep it peaceful and move forward to a better life with no more war anymore in it. Beside that, I do speak Berber as well. I am originally from the Amazigh tribe. Not everyone speaks Berber in Algeria because not everyone is originally from there. We have different cultures, different customs in my country that you can't even imagine. That's why we have other languages, which is Berber. And I'm so happy to be part of it because for a person that grows grows up in, in let's say, the capital and they are not from Berber tribes, when they grow up and a Berber person comes there and speaks Berber with them, they won't get it. Even, even if they make effort to learn the language they just can get it. It is a national language, and I'm very proud to be speaking both Arabic, Berber, and French at the same time. But I'm glad that I grew up in a family that loves their origins and proud of it. I'm very happy about that, and I'm willing to keep that language and give it to my children someday. I think I have spoken about my country and about me toward my country well this is it thank you so much for listening to extra spicy podcast and i hope to see you on the next one bye